What's up, Bulls Nation? You found yourselves locked on Bulls. I'm Matt. That's Big David. Joining us today, we just did a crossover on his platform yesterday. Now he's joining us here on Locked On Bulls. It's Hayes, the host and creator of that Chicago Bulls Central podcast and YouTube channel. We're all together breaking down the Bulls blowout loss to the Nets on Wednesday night. That's next on a fresh Locked On Bulls. Let's go. You are Locked On Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Here are your hosts, Matt Peck and Big Dave Watson. What's up and welcome into Locked On Bulls, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm at Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. You can follow my co-host Big Dave at BOW, B-A-W-L Sports. And joining us today, we were just on his show yesterday, it's Hayes, creator and host of the Chicago Bulls Central Pod. You can also subscribe to that on YouTube. Find that Chicago Bulls Central YouTube channel if you haven't already. Hayes, welcome to the pod, man. You ready for take two? Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Of course. Happy to have you here. Uh, Gentlemen, i just like to say this, and then I'm going to pitch it to you guys to give your initial reactions to this Bulls-Nets game. I'm talking not just to you two guys, because I think you guys are okay in this regard. But I was sifting through Twitter late last night after the conclusion of this Bulls-Nets game, and I had to log off. Because the amount of Bulls fans who were tweeting like their hair was on fire and the sky was falling had me just about ready to give up. I swear to God, I am so sick of overreactionary Bulls fans who are trapped as prisoners of the moment, y'all need to chill out. It's unfortunate that we didn't beat the Nets in a primetime game that everybody was stoked for. Y'all need to chill out. All right, Hayes, your your first thoughts. I mean, the Bulls got punched in the face. Let's make it clear. But every now and then, you need a punch in the face. And sometimes you grow with failure. And the fact that this is national uh, televised game, the fact that it was up against the team that many people expect to win the East and the Bulls just didn't measure up, even though they beat them twice earlier in the season, needs to be a wake-up call for this team. But again, that's just another thing for this team to throw as a chip on their shoulder. I trust their ability to rebound and come back, but they they probably needed this. All, all things aside, nine-game winning streak aside and things like that, they probably needed a loss like this against this type of competition to let them realize Hey, we still got some work to do here. Yeah. First of all, I'd like to say how in sync Hayes and I are because yesterday on the show, I came on with my glasses on. He had his on. Today, he don't have his on. I don't have my own. I think we're just in sync like that. And I appreciate that. You guys got a side oh. DM about glasses that I got to wear? <laughs> I wear glasses. Just a connection, Matt. Matt. Matt, you know I'm not going to leave you out. You know we share a brain. This, this ain't no indictment on you, sir. <laughs> Matt gets jealous. Hey, don't worry. Matt gets jealous. <laughs> <laughs> somebody else? Somebody else, Dave? No, no. It's always, I got you, Matt. But I agree with you um, as far as this being an ass whooping and a necessary one. Uh, they, this is one I was like, yeah, you need to take this because I like what DeMar DeRozan said after the game. Like, we're in first place and we've got to act like it. <laughs> and they've got to know it. You're going to get the best shot from teams. This is what it's going to look like. You heard Steve Nash, because I heard somebody saying, because you're right, Matt, it was a minefield on Twitter yesterday. People losing their minds. And I was hearing people say, oh, what are you going to use an excuse that they got hyped up for this game like that? And then Steve Nash goes and says, oh, yeah, we, we were definitely more engaged because yeah. we were hyped up for this game. We knew that they were the first place team in the East. We knew that we were coming on their home floor. 
And we knew that crowd was going to be into it. So we were more engaged. He he said this. It's the truth. It's it's what happens. And plus, the Bulls beat them twice. You know they didn't want to lose three in a row. Mm-hmm. I think the whooping was necessary. For one, it's it's it just kind of puts you back down. Like, all right, chill. You still got work to do, you know, as a team. You still ain't there yet. Not yet. You're close, but you're not there. You know what I'm saying? And two, I just think that the Bulls have to show, like, they need a little bit more help. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of people were gone. A lot of people are out. You know, your Caruso's are out. Javante Green, Derek Jones Jr. I'm sure we'll get into that in a little bit later. Um, so it just shows you, like, okay, you weren't a complete team, and you got throttled. You know, right. you had your core. You're not there, but you got throttled, and you were missing three of your four. I would say three or four of your uh, best defenders uh, yesterday. Even though there's no defense for Kevin Durant, you can guard uh, James Harden. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you can you can get some D on him. So yeah, it was a whipping, a necessary one. And but we just take it and we and we go to the next game. That's really what you do, right? I, I mean, look, if this was the last regular season matchup of a potential playoff series preview, I think some Bulls fans are overreacting to that based on just this one game, but. And not to say it's a perfect, you know, uh, comparison or correlation. Think back to the D Rose MVP season when the Bulls swept the Heatles in the regular season, and then what happens? The Bulls yeah. maybe maybe they're overconfident, or maybe it was the X's and O's, and you you know LeBron Ding up on on D Rose and whatnot. But you you swept that team in the regular season. Maybe the Bulls were a little overconfident when they went into that conference final series against Miami, thinking, "Oh, we got this." And a best of seven series is a different beast, but. I think it is good that the Nets kick the Bulls in the mouth because if they just swept this Nets team in the regular season and they do end up meeting in the playoffs, I would not have liked the energy that the Bulls probably would have brought into that. And to those, you know, Steve Nash comments and, and Kevin Durant talked about it too after the game. Like this, this game clearly meant something to them. It meant more to them than it did to the Bulls. Like you said, Dave, they, yeah. they didn't want to get swept in this regular season series. The Nets were up by 30 in the fourth quarter, and they were diving on the floor for loose balls. The Bulls were like, <laughs> at that point, the Bulls were like, all right, well, we, we lost this one. But clearly, that was, and you, you can even just sense the energy level and the vibe on the Nets bench anytime somebody made a big play. Like, they were engaged in that game, and they came into Chicago saying, we are winning this one. And they took it to the Chicago Bulls. And then I thought, especially when the Nets upped their defensive effort and intensity and focus you know in, in starting in the second half because like the bulls were matching a punch for punch when it, it was what 62 to 61 at halftime 62 to 60 something like that yeah they were right in it uh, i think a little you know baby hook by vooch tied the game at 71 like three and a half minutes into the third quarter they're right there then all of a sudden the bulls start struggling to score in the half court because the nets are clamping down the bulls aren't getting their transition opportunities offensively and the nets hit everything i think they shot 130 percent or something like that um i i mean so where do you stand on that hayes like was there one in particular reason whether it be on the offensive or defensive side that that said not just you know the nets had a good game but was there something that the bulls didn't do that really got you you know upset about that yeah, I mean, I think it was the execution on defense and, you know, to, to keep using the analogy of an ass whooping. You know, like sometimes when you were growing up, your parents kept telling you, hey, stop doing it. Hey, stop doing that. And then finally it's like, all right, now I got to beat your ass. And so Billy Donovan has been preaching defense and the Bulls were not like, and I get it. Yes, we were missing a lot of our key defenders. But, you know, foul trouble aside to the, the way that the refs mm-hmm. have been officiating us has really been frustrating me and getting under my skin some. But I know the officiating is changing the NBA overall. 
But um, yeah, just the, the Bulls' lack of execution on both sides of the ball really, really frustrated me because when the Bulls are crisp and doing the things, the small things, the game becomes so much easier for everyone. And they didn't do that last night. And to see that start slipping away and you felt it, like you said, for them to tie it at, in some, at some point in the third quarter and then it just started slipping away. And then it was like, okay, the Reigns are completely let off and Brooklyn is not letting this game go. So, yeah, 42 to eight was the run <laughs> after That's after crazy. it was 71 to 71 42 to 8 like it was an absolute drubbing and one of those what you numbers also is a talk, lot bigger than the other one <laughs> <laughs> one of them we'll, we'll let we'll let the mathematicians figure that out um but what also i saw was something i hadn't seen all season from some of the bulls players so i saw the bad habits start to come out Mm-hmm. You know, you saw the Zach Levine. Our our thing was Zach Levine was always, you know, him getting stripped and him getting turned, turned the ball over a mm-hmm. lot. You saw that start coming out. Um, you saw DeMar DeRozan uh missing shots and still missing free throws. You know what I'm saying? I'm still a little a little concerned about the fact he's been missing a lot of free throws lately because he has been money from the line, but he's just been missing a, some some key free throws for me. Um, you also saw Kobe White kind of regress back and start going into that. Oh, we're down. I'm going one on four. You know what I'm saying? Give me the ball. I'm going in right there. I talked about it uh, on your show yesterday, Hayes, how Ayo DeSumo hadn't looked like a rookie. Well, yeah. tonight, yesterday, he, he damn sure looked like a rookie. Yeah. <laughs> he he damn sure looked just like a rookie yeah. in that game. As soon as he got in there, three fouls immediately. He was discombobulated. Didn't know, you know what hit him after that. So you saw that kind of aggression. Just because the Nets were that good and they were try- trying to catch up you know, and trying to do things to get back in the game. And I don't think it's going to something that's going to be consistent, but it's definitely something you saw when it got really, really bad. Everybody just kind of, you know, went back to what they think they do best, but it's not really what they do best. But yeah, you you definitely saw that. Yeah. I, I want to continue this conversation about the the defensive pieces that were there and those that weren't and what that might mean for a potential, you know, if the Bulls see the Nets again down the line come playoff time. We'll do that in just a minute. But first, we've been telling you about it for a while. This awesome thing called Prize Picks. If you haven't signed up yet, I don't know what you're waiting for because you're missing out. For a limited time, Prize Picks has an exclusive no-brainer offer for all of our listeners. Users get $50 free if a player in your first Prize Picks entry scores a single point. Just one point. Ben Simmons can get you one point. But you must use code pro, uh, promo code NBA. That's right. It's an exclusive offer available to locked on fans only who use promo code NBA. PrizePix has the best NBA DFS prop game on the market. PrizePix offers more NBA props than any other DFS prop operator and offers all the superstar players and even bench players only recording a handful of minutes and stats each game. PrizePix offers any prop you can think of. Points, assists, rebound, three-pointers made. I recently, as in last night, placed a flex party entry with an over on Lonzo Ball assists and rebounds. And you know what I did? I doubled my money. It took me all of 30 <laughs> seconds to make my selections. It's really that easy, people. Prize picks also allows mixed sport entry. So wild card weekend coming up in pro football, you can put a mixed entry on something in one of those wild card games and an NBA game. Use the award-winning app on both the App Store and Google Play. Prize picks is safe and offers fast, easy withdrawals. Just go to pricepicks.com today or go to your app store and download the app. All users depositing and using promo code NBA get $50 free in your first prize picks entry, scoring a single point. That's right. All users that deposit with promo code NBA get $50 free if your first prize picks entry scores a single point. Prize picks. It's daily fantasy made easy. 
All right, guys. So still no Javante Green. Obviously not having Alex Caruso hurts too. Derek Jones Jr. has been spot starting for Green while he's been out. And 15 seconds into this game, Derek Jones Jr. has that awkward landing. Looks like a hyperextended knee. Hopefully it's not more serious than that. But he was ruled out quickly after limping to the locker room. So then Billy Donovan has no other option but to look to Alfonso McKinney who, you know, is still fairly recent arrival and has only played spot minutes since getting here. And McKinney comes in and is immediately like, okay, I'm going to foul everybody and I'm going to take a bunch of shots that I miss. <laughs> that was rough. And and Big Dave, you also mentioned the fact that Io DeSumo, who is, you know, when the Bulls have been shorthanded, especially missing some of these key defensive players, has been showing us his defensive chops every night. Io comes right. in, boom, two quick fouls within a minute. So I yeah. felt like all of a sudden the combination of that, Derrick Jones Jr. going down and McKinney's foul trouble, the Bulls were just on their heels. And then so, you know, they're fouling Harden on three-point shots. They're either fouling guys or they're afraid to play tight defense because of the fouls and the foul trouble they were in. Hayes, I thought it really put the Bulls at a disadvantage from the onset. What about you? It absolutely did. It absolutely did. Alfonso said, hey, this is my time to shine. Y'all hold up. I got this. And then, and then proceeded <laughs> to not have it at all. So, yeah, I mean, um, the Bulls and, and the players that they're missing are key. Like, it's the power forward is the cursed position for us so far this season, it's, mm. it, it seems like. And it's unfortunate. Everybody who started for us for power forward so far this season has gotten hurt. So, I mean, it's unfortunate. And, you know, Bulls fans, of course, making the knee-jerk thing. Oh, the Bulls absolutely need to make a move now. I think when we get players back healthy, that that fixes itself pretty well. But it's, yeah, it's just the power forward is the cursed position for us so far this season, and it sucks. Are, are you looking at a, one game like last night or maybe a, a, a handful of games with power forward goes down, sub-power forward goes down, sub-sub-power forward goes down? Are, are you looking at that and correlating it to right now, okay, February 10th trade deadline, between now and then, AK and Eversley have to do something? It depends. Like, what what do they think? I, I guess internally, if they know something about Patrick Williams coming back before the end of the season or being ready to go by playoffs, they may not feel like they need to make a trade, and they very well won't. He fixes a lot of what we're lacking at the power forward, especially with his length and size. Mm -hmm. um, but there, if, if that's not going to be the case, you know, Javante Green, as hard as he works, there are times where length, he just doesn't have the length to, to combat certain people. And that's not by effort of him. First of all, a 6'4 guy being able to do what he's done this season is amazing. Um, yeah. But I, I don't know if the Bulls are going to make a trade. I've always said that I think it's going to be more the, the buyout market than a trade deadline thing, unless they can, like, move Troy Brown Jr. and his contract since it's expiring or something like that. But at the end of the day, it's in AK and Eversley, I trust fully. Until they make a move that I just think is batshit ass crazy and doesn't work, I'm going to trust whatever they do. So, um, I, I and, you know, with them, we won't expect what they do. They may pull something out that if you gave us 100 tries, we would have never thought of. So I trust in them. What about you, Dave? I mean, that's absolutely true. You answered the question I was going to ask you. Uh, if they don't make a move, what does that say about Patrick Williams? And you're absolutely right. That says that Patrick Williams is going to be back sooner than we think. Um, and I told him at this in, in a text uh, chain that I kind of think he's going to be back sooner than later. It just kind of feels yeah. like that to me from what I'm watching and things like that. I could be wrong, of course. You know, I, my medical license hasn't been renewed in a while. So, you <laughs> but know, I he, he got the cast, the hard cast off came off like a week ago. Yeah. Now he's just got yeah, one of did. those, you know, like soft fabric the braces. Soft cast. Yeah. Right. And also, plus, not, this, this injury doesn't affect his conditioning. You know what I'm saying? Or anything like that. He could still go out there and get shots up. He could still, you know, condition. He could still go into the film room, you know, and get those things. So 
that's also what give, makes me think he'll be back a little sooner than later. Uh, cause you're right. He fixes a lot. <laughs> He's definitely needed not. I never thought of it. Hayes, like until you said that as a cursed position for the bulls this season, but it just really does seem like that. That Derek Jones thing was just crazy. Like literally 30 yeah. something seconds into the game, just all the air kind of was taken out of the building. We're tired of seeing knee injuries <laughs> to players here, man. Like it's, it's old bro. You know what I mean? Like we don't want to see this no more. Uh, I really hope he'll, he'll be okay. Cause you saw the way he planted. That it just buckled on him and it did it didn't look right. Um, and then Patrick Williams is the one helping him to the locker room, ironically, yep. from that Kurt position. Um, but yeah, them making a move. I I think I agree with Hayes as far as um them doing a buyout, more so doing doing a big trade. If they do a big trade, that means Pat is gonna be out. You know what I mean? He's not gonna mm-hmm. be back. And obviously, that's their baby. That's their that's the one they are want to see exactly what he's going to bring to this team so they're going to give him every opportunity to succeed and fail so he's going to get that kind of room so if they're bringing in somebody uh 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 jerry and grant uh what's his name jeremy grant jeremy grant jeremy grant thank you um i'm so used to his uh brother that was here i had a flashback excuse me (laughs) let's block that grant out of our memories i apologize uh but if you bring in a guy like that or even a guy like john collins or someone like that, because you see Atlanta is definitely uh, ready to sell Just off the players. Reddish to the Knicks this morning. Just yeah. got him out of here. You know what I'm saying for for like some loose squares. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> you know, it's a couple of CDs. Like, like, like <laughs> come on, man. But um, so if they do that, then that tells me what I'm the worst case scenario. You know what I'm saying, which is what Bulls fans kind of thinking in, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's a worst case scenario ideology. We need to make these trades right now. Everybody panic. You know, everybody just, oh my God, it's not going to work. Everybody panic. <laughs> I had somebody already on Twitter tweet me. It was like, if they get a double digit loss to the Golden State, we need to have some serious consideration about what's going on with this team. I'm like, they lost Dude. to two great teams? Like, and I got to panic now? Like, this, I, I don't understand that logic. Somebody tweeted yesterday, and that's when I, I literally turned off everything and went to sleep. Somebody said, the Bulls have to trade Zach Levine now. I was like, no, that's it. I'm gone. Like, I, I got to – I'm done. I'm done. There's, like, I, there's no there's no point in any of this. I got to go. I don't know, Hayes. I don't know, Hayes. You ain't got to – I just gave a quick glance at our inbox this morning, Dave. You know, people texting during and after that Nets law. There was, I kid you not, maybe we'll do a full mailbag episode tomorrow. I don't know. I, I don't know if I have what it takes to deal with Bulls fans right now. There was one tech, <laughs> though, some guy who was talking about like, wow, well, you know what? If we see them in the playoffs and then dot, 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 are we even going to the playoffs playing like this? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> we, we're still we're still in the top seed by a game and a half. Oh, yep. After last night's game, the Bulls are going to fall all the way to 12th. Right, <laughs> it's Lord. crazy. It's, they really truly forget where they came from. You know what I mean? Like yeah. this team is not used to winning. You know, Zach Levine, like, the house great as he is, he's never had a winning season. This is going to be his first one. Okay, guys are getting acclimated to that after going through a bunch of trash for four years. They got they got to figure that out. You know what I'm saying? Like how to do it, and that's why I think it's so important. A guy like Demar Derozan is here to kind of yeah. give you that level headed approach to it. Like, look, you took a whooping. But this is what happens when you're number one. Teams are going to come at you. You're going to get their best shot. Guys might have been taking it easy on you or relaxing on you. Now, not tonight. The Nets came out full throttle on you, and you're going to get that shot from everybody now. So you have to be expecting of it and just be ready and prepared for it. 
that's all that's got to happen, y'all. Just, just stop trying to train everybody. My God, like it's so crazy, man. Hey, man, I'm a th- smart man for logging off and going to sleep. Because I, <laughs> I, I started to respond to it, and I was like, you know what? That's when I know I just got to stop. I just like we'll never get anywhere with Zach Levine. I think it was the tweet like we have to trade Zach now while he's an expiring deal. I was just like, you know what? Were, were you were you reading Joe Cali's tweets or? Uh... <laughs> And then, like you guys, I woke up to to inbox with so many screenshots of the trade machine, and I was just like, you know what? Oh, not the I trade just, I, I can't do it, man. Oh, Ings, it. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. He went to sleep to get away from it, <laughs> and then woke up to worse things of it. Oh man, dude. Man, one loss. Bulls fans, one loss. Like, we need a, a a big, tall, athletic, switchable guy who can defend the paint. You know, play perimeter deep. Why haven't they signed Demarcus Cousins? And you're like, do you do you follow your own train of thought and logic? Oh, what man. are you people yeah. talking about? What's it gonna take for the Chicago Bulls to get Kevin Durant? Seriously, what's it gonna take to get that? <laughs> if you ask these Bulls fans, they can get it for Troy Brown Jr., Patrick Williams, and Kobe White, <laughs> and a couple of first rounders. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that we, we don't have play. on top of that. Right, that we- <laughs> <laughs> and some cash and maybe yeah. some heralds. And, and, yeah, it work like that. that you yeah. know, that, that's another interesting development uh, from yesterday. The Blazers announcing Dame Lillard's having that uh, abdominal surgery yeah. out six to eight weeks. The Bulls are not getting that Portland pick this summer. It's it's definitely right. going to be lottery protected and delayed. Um, yeah. So if yeah. the Bulls were looking to make a move between now and February 10th, that pick, via Portland might look a little less appealing to a team that's trying to get, you know, you know, things that work for them now, not down the road. Um, I I still think we've got a few more things to talk about of this game. Um, We got to talk about Vooch. I I know it's, he's, he's a hot button issue for Bulls fans right now, but there were a lot of people blaming him for the entirety of last night's problems. Uh, Of course. So we'll we'll do that in, in a minute. First, Big Dave, we, we cover yes, prize picks. Now, if people are still looking for fun ways to watch sports, maybe put a little money in their pocket, tell them about Bet Online. Oh, this one's for you, Hayes. Bet Online, man. Look here. First of all, wish you a happy new betting year to everyone out there. 2022, I know you want to spend some money because you want to make some money. That's the only way it works. And what better way to do it than do it through Bet Online? I know you put some money on that Georgia Alabama game, and some of y'all won, some of y'all cried, but that's the game, baby. And now this weekend, the NFL playoffs begin. And I know you want to get in on that. So all you got to do is go to Bet Online because they are your number one spot for all the best sports wagering action for the 2022 season. It's a new year, new updated desktop and mobile website. So you sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code LOCKED ON to get started. That's all you got to do. Football, basketball, hockey, boxing, one-on-one basketball, big three, UFC, tennis, darts, whatever you want, you can put some money on it. So don't wait, y'all. Take advantage. Take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2022 season. BetOnline is the fastest, and BetOnline is the easiest way to wager all of your favorite sports. BetOnline, where the game starts. Starts, starts. Mm -mm, mm -mm, Sports. How you do stuff, Hayes? <laughs> I like that Dave just makes up jingles for everything. <laughs> or does that not? Ha- does that copy not have a jingle in it? Don't worry, I'll make one up. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Uh, Music right. is my drug, Matt. <laughs> so 
there I was last night before logging off a, you know, a, a few tweets, a few thoughts after this game. And one of the things that, that said, all right, you know what? I, I can't do it. I'm going to bed. Well, I, I got in a little back and forth with somebody about Vooch who was like okay. blaming, blaming this blowout loss squarely on Vooch's shoulders. Who was like, gosh, he's such a liability on defense. Can't defend, can't do anything. And if he's not giving you anything on the offensive end, then why is he here? And we got to trade him because, of course, we got to trade Vooch. Look, does Vooch have certain defensive weaknesses? Yes. Yeah. I think no. he also has defensive strengths that he does not get nearly enough credit for. He gets his hands in passing lanes. I think laterally he moves pretty decently. And, you know, he, he's, he's had a string of games recently where, for whatever reason, I think the balls just aren't bouncing his way, but usually he is an elite defensive rebounding guy mm -hmm. his his weaknesses are masked by the bulls going out and signing players like lonzo and caruso and even javante green guys who point of attack defensively can cover the bulls with vooch in a drop coverage system when those players are not out there and available vooch looks worse to me it's not that complicated, but because you don't have Caruso and Lonzo out there working together, you don't have Javante Green out there, you just locked Der Derek Jones Jr. last night, Vooch is more exposed. So, Hayes, I'm curious what you think about this because Bulls fans have been harping on Vooch and his defense a lot this season, but I mm -hmm. think when Billy Donovan has his full complement of pieces, they have found a defense that works with Vooch out there. He's not a jump out of the gym athletic four slash five who can like guard one through five. No, that's not what he is. But I think he is getting a, a larger than necessary share of the blame, not just for that loss against the Nets, but, you know, in any game in which the Bulls are exposed defensively recently. What do you think about that? Uh, this is what I what I say. I, I, I did a, a whole mini episode on Vooch's defense, and that is Vooch, Vooch, Ended last season ranked as the fifth best uh, center in defensive rating in the advanced metrics. Vooch right. this year has been 12th as, as far as the best centers defensively. And guess who he's slightly below? The, the people that a lot, of, a lot of Bulls fans like to think is our answer defensively is Miles Turner. He's only 0.02% worse defensively than Miles Turner in the advanced sex. Vooch doesn't do a lot of the of the eye popping thing, like the jump out the gym blocks and he's not the best one-on-one -on -one defender, but Vooch isn't bad defensively at all. And like you said, especially when this full complement of players are out there, they cover each other. And that's what a good team is supposed to do. You're not going to find any player that's perfect on both sides of the ball, but Vooch is a three level scorer as a seven footer who can defend very well when, when need be. And I think if Patrick Williams didn't go down this conversation of, about Vooch's defense, wouldn't even really be had because they would compliment each other a lot on that front line. So that's what I think. Mm -hmm. I, first of all, I don't appreciate you coming on here and lying like you just did right now. None of that can be true. How <laughs> dare he be fifth? How dare he be told behind Miles Turner? I, no, that can't be true, sir. But I, let me ask you this, though. Uh, with all the, all that said, and I don't disagree with any of it, mm -hmm. what, what would you say does concern you? about what you've seen from Booch this season? What what would you say have you looked at and you're like, you know what, that what he's doing this year, it's a little bit concerning for me. I, I think when Vooch's shot isn't falling, he gets, he get, I don't know if it's he, he gets in his head or whatever it is, but it's usually one play each game that you're like, oh yeah, Vooch isn't going to have it today. For example, in our last loss before this one, he missed that dunk 
And it was like, oh, yeah, this is going to be a bad shooting night for Vooch. And it ended up being a bad shooting night. This one, he missed some layups. And then it's like, okay, this probably isn't going to be the best shooting night for Vooch. And that's typically, it, it, it becomes true. And I think also as far as like defensively with Vooch, I would say sometimes on the pick and roll, I think he's not the best defender and he kind of gets caught out of position on switches sometimes. And, and teams can make him pay on that. But that's really the biggest things that stick out to me. I think when Vooch is on, though, like the Bulls offense, A, is so great. And then like people completely miss when he does put in a good defensive effort against other centers. Um, he's locked in. But yeah, I think I think for me, it's just Vooch, if he's having a bad game, it's not just going to be a, a, a bad game. It's going to be a horrible game. And and that and you kind of see that trend start happening and you know but when he's on he's he's excellent so that that kind of concerns me. especially when you get into like thinking about playoffs a lot I like to evaluate this team what's going to happen in the playoff series and I think if a team focuses on attacking Vooch specifically on pick and rolls that could get ugly for us but we'll see we'll see yeah I mean look I you know the the Bulls have certain defensive issues they they do they are a better offensive team than defensive team but I think if if you came into this season worrying about the Bulls being a you know bottom half or bottoming out kind of team defensively you you should still all things considered be happy with what you're seeing yeah. now Billy Donovan I think is smart and correct to in his post-game press conferences a lot in this recent string of games address defense first because their defense has been slipping a little bit. But, gee, I wonder if it has had to do with the recent absences of Lonzo Ball and Alex Caruso and Javante Green. Just a little bit, right? Maybe. The Bulls put up 112 points last night. You know what their season average is for points a game? 111.5. So, 138 points surrendered, which, by the way, season high for an opponent against the Bulls this year. 138. That is... You know, if you want to call it piss poor defense, you can. The Nets shot 54% from behind the three-point line. The Nets shot 58% from the field. Is some of that defense and not contesting shots well enough, not getting to your closeouts, not switching well enough and leaving guys open? Sure. A certain amount of 138 being surrendered, you can attribute to that. But the Nets are a team with weapon after weapon after weapon two of which are Kevin Durant and James Harden. Oh, and Patty Mills hit six of eight from downtown after a <laughs> recent cold stretch, of course. Let's get Patty Mills back on track against us. But, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like sometimes all you can do is say, damn, the Nets were motivated as hell to win this game, and they shot like it. And I don't think that that is cause for Bulls fans to say, we got to make a big trade and we got to make it now. No, the Nets just had a fire night. And, oh, by the way, they're the team that everybody said, oh, yeah, odds-on title favorites. If Kyrie plays, odds-on title favorites. Even if Kyrie doesn't play, still odds-on favorites to get out of the East. You know why? Kevin Durant and James Harden. <laughs> I love how you didn't even mention Kyrie when you were saying all those things. Like, <laughs> Kyrie Irving also. You know what I mean? But I'm saying, like, he's there also. You know what I mean? Like, you've got that. But he wasn't he's really a factor last night. I mean, No, that's what I'm saying. Like, he's still working his way back. Yeah. And that still makes that I'm just saying that just makes them even more scary and terrifying is my point. That's yeah. all I'm trying to say. Like, even without him having a great game, you saw what they could still be by just him being on the floor. You saw what they could still be because the Bulls were actually one of the plays where they started double teaming Kevin Durant and he would just kick it out to Kyrie for a wide open shot. And he just they just weren't falling. That's not going to continue to happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's going to hit those shots as the season goes on, man. And they're just going to be ferociously scary. But. Again, Bulls fans, 
relax. <laughs> it's going to be okay, man. You can't just be like, no, we got the panic. It's got to be destruction and panic. Oh, my God. Because you think I think of it like this. Like, even if they go into Golden State, and let's say they kill Golden State and they destroy Golden State, I don't, I don't want Bulls fans to be overexcited on that either. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't go crazy with excitement there. One, because I don't want if Clay Thompson and Draymond aren't going to even be there. You know what right. I'm saying? But just don't go overboard with your excitement. Yeah, they beat a good team. Even without those guys, they're still an elite basketball team. But I just don't want you to just dive off the deep end on either way, on a loss or win. You got to take this game by game strictly because of what we've seen for the past four years here. All right. We're learning how to walk. Like, stop trying to run. You know what I'm saying? You can barely <laughs> you just you just learn how to crawl. Forget walking. You just learn how to crawl again. So yeah. we're just figuring that stuff out. And we're just like pulling ourselves up on furniture and starting to use our two feet to get around walking. Yeah, we're doing it a little faster than you know, anticipate it, you know, and then we expect it, which is fine. You know what I mean? That's good. But my goodness, man, you can't just freak out on this because it was a whooping. Now, again, it was a whooping. It was a beating, and it wasn't fun. You know what I mean? But it might have been necessary for this team to have, man. And I, I'm really interested to see. And, Hayes, I want, how do you feel about it? I'm really interested to see how they look coming out against Golden State. Win or loss, I'm yeah. interested to see how they actually look when they play. Definitely. I'm, I'm in, I can't wait to see how they execute the ball and, and how they come up. Like you said, win or, win or lose, we want to see a better showing than this for sure. Right. But we want to see our team play competently and we don't want to see like a lot of the things that frustrated us in this game. But I trust the, the Bulls usually looking back from losses. They usually rebound from losses very, very well. Mm -hmm. Very, very well. We've only lost back to back games. What? Twice this season so far. That was the two Philly wow. games, yeah. and then the the, the Houston and Pacers Miami, games. Miami and uh, Cleveland, right? When we okay. had like okay. eight and a half players. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> th th this Bulls team comes back from losses very, very well. And I and with Billy Donovan's statements after the game, believe me, he this team is going to come out and execute next game. I have no doubts about that at all. So. Yeah. Yeah, Fonzo McKinney being the guy is yeah. You know. is, is there one element of what you would like to see the Bulls do, or or what you would like to see the Bulls contain against the Warriors in this game on Friday, Hayes? Um, I don't know about contain. I I would I would like to see Vooch get going early, especially with Draymond being out. I really do want to see Vooch get going, uh, and and have a big game and a bounce back game. But I also think for me. Um, I want to I want to see Io have have an, have another big night. Like I, I, that's really key to me. And defensively, the Bulls need to be locked in and hopefully get get back and get into those passing lanes and getting pointed out in transition. You don't really want to get into a running game against the Warriors, but I still want to see them get some easy back baskets in transition. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm I with that. And you know, it would be nice to see Io have a bounce back game because I like he's been playing so well over this recent stretch. Yeah. Billy Donovan turning to him early and often, playing big minutes off the bench. And it was like he got two fouls, and then he just shut down against that Brooklyn yeah. team. It was really tough to watch. Big Dave, anything that you're going to be looking for specifically against this uh, Warriors team on Friday? Uh, just defensively, how they're going to look. Uh, yeah. Offensively, I think they'll be okay. Like the Bulls know how to score. We we've seen that. You just mentioned, you know, what they're averaging. Even bad as they played, they still hit their average. Even with the scrubs in, they they still hit their average. They're going to score. Um, but defensively. What changes are they going to uh, make? You know, because the word the word is getting around now. You know, things are going around. Like, how can we beat this team? Now teams are scheming and game planning for the Bulls instead of just rolling the ball out there. Now they're like, okay, they struggle in the pick and roll. 
okay, early on it was, okay, guys, they really struggle with this zone uh, defense and things like that. Like, how are the Bulls going to come in and combat that? You know what I'm saying? As far as what they're going against with other teams, and especially with a guy like Steph Curry. You remember what he did to us last time mm. when they played. Yeah, that, yeah that he had a 40-piece. Right, even with Caruso out there. You know what I'm saying? Even with your best defenders out there, he still went Steph Curry on you. Okay, so what is you're going to change, you know, in this game? That That's going to be a little different. So I'm very interested in seeing how they bounce back defensively because that, for me, is very important. Uh, I don't want to say winning – I don't want to say – Winning isn't important because it is. It's very important. <laughs> you know, you want to win every game that you play. But I am truly looking at this as far as the defense is concerned, Matt, because I the showing wasn't great uh, from them as far as the effort and the loose balls, you know, and the things like that. I I didn't see that. Uh, mm-hmm. Their center, that net center, was was, was giving them the business. Right. Okay, yeah. and I don't want to see that. I don't want to sit there and look at a dude who I'm like, is that a two K player out here giving <laughs> twenty? <laughs> Like, I don't want to see that. You know what I mean? Like, I just – I want to see better defense, and I want to see that death by a thousand cuts defense that we have been seeing uh, early on in the season. So, yeah. I'm interested to see how they bounce back defensively. Yeah. It sounds like uh, – I think I saw last night uh, during or after that uh, Bulls game that Caruso's already been ruled out for Friday. So, not back yeah. yet. Hopefully, he's getting closer. Um, clearly, right. the Bulls um, are eagerly anticipating his return, and, and you saw part of the reason why with the Nets putting up 138 last night. Uh, Hayes, so nice for you to join us, man. This has been fun doing these crossovers the last couple of days. Uh, If you guys aren't aware of Hayes and his work and and listen to Lockdown but haven't found him yet, Hayes, tell the people where to find you and your content. Uh, You can find me on all social media at Bull Central Pod. Uh, You can find uh, the podcast and the YouTube channel is Chicago Bull Central. Not to be confused with Bull Central, who does great work as well. Chicago Bull Central. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Shout out to Jamal. Uh, And, yeah, that's where you can find me. If you want to follow me personally, it's at CEO Hayes. That's C-E-O-H-A-I-Z-E. Now, Hayes, can I ask? Can I ask you, has that show happened? When is that show going to happen? When is you and Jamal going to have that show? You know, People ask it all the time, and I will say this because, like, Jamal is so calm and level, and I'm so, like, I have this big over-the-top-ass personality when I get going. I would love to do a live game call with Jamal because I think we would have a lot of fun with that. So, there you go. Yeah, you know, make a little make a little fire and ice combo happen. Exactly. You know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Big Dave and I just, I just roll with fire and fire. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got more ice. I got a little more ice because I have to calm that down every once in a while. You know what I mean? He brings the ice out of me. <laughs> and here I, I and I'm and now suddenly I find myself trying to be the one trying to calm Bulls fans down. I, I've been the one blowing my lid for years, and now I'm like, y'all need to chill. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> Bulls fans, man. You gotta love them because they're passionate. We have a, a passionate fan yeah. base, but God knows they can overreact, man. And right? it's crazy. It is Bulls fans' yeah. birthright to freak the frick out after every bad game. Uh, Hayes, this has been really fun, man. We appreciate you joining us. Go subscribe to his YouTube channel and find his podcast, Chicago Bulls Central. And hopefully, we'll do this again down the road. Hayes, sir, pleasure. For Big Steve and our guest Hayes, I'm Matt saying, take a chill pill, Bulls fans. It'll be fine. We got Bulls Warriors on deck on Friday. We'll be back Friday with our last episode of the week. Until then, see you right, be good. Peace out. Peace.